The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Oh, it's that time once again. It's Dueling Reviews. Two guys, one comic, infinite possibilities. Matthew, 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 Matthew. I am so excited that Marvel has finally decided to give Wolverine his new book. Wolverine number one out this week. This is going to be such a huge collector's item. I know, right? Every time you're like, I wish there was a Wolverine number one. And that, well, I actually do say that because there's a hole in my in my display case where I put up a Wolverine number one and somebody buys it, and then I put up another Wolverine number one and somebody buys it, and it's just like, oh, look, money falls from the sky. What you mean? But, there's been you know, other Wolverines number ones before this. There have been four or five. What? There I thought was this was the back first in one. 1982, and then one in 1991, and there were like five in the last three years. Oh well, now I'm kind of disappointed that. Uh... That this isn't no, the first not. first appearance of Wolverine. The first appearance of Wolverine? This is actually <laughs> Well, this is Wolverine number one. <laughs> this is the second appearance of Wolverine. The first appearance was last month in a cameo point one issue. Wolverine Hunting he, Season Part he One of Four. Hunting Season Part One of Four, written by Paul Paul Cornell. Uh yes. art by Alan Davis and inks by Mark Farmer, colorist mm-hmm. uh, Matt uh Hollingsworth. This is a story that is really um I'm sure touches on one of your buttons, Matthew, uh, we open mm-hmm. with uh, uh, Wolverine regenerating and a little boy crying over him and a scary man with a scary gun uh, killing people in a mall left and right one at a time. And we suddenly find out that this man doing all the killing is the kid's father. And yes. the man is discovering that Wolverine has regenerative powers and the police are outside and they say, hey, man, we want to work it out with you. We don't want anybody to get hurt. And the man's like. Too late for that, and he points the gun at his kid. Yeah. The, That's like one of your favorite plot devices of all time. It is, and it's really the only thing that saves it here is what happens after that. Uh, but, yeah, we the first six or ten pages of this are just this man killing people, randomly killing people. We open in media res. The first panel is Wolverine laying in a pile of corpses, basically, skeletals remains regenerating his body which has been burned half away and he's like no it's okay i'm a superhero which is a really great open for yeah, yeah, I, like yeah. I do like that you know honestly i did like i like that discussion up until yeah. the guy pointed the gun at the kid and then i felt like oh yeah. well matthew's been beating it into our heads that <coughs> putting kids in jeopardy or even killing kids is a bad move well, the thing about it is it, it's kind of like anything else. It is a tool that can be used in a story. It is something that creates a visceral response. Mm-hmm. And that response can be either, oh, my God, that kid's in danger, or more commonly what I get is, oh, God, they're doing this again. They're trying to make me – to draw me into this story by putting the kid in danger. Right. This one, they already had me drawn in. Mm-hmm. 
with the story and with the interaction of the character because the man with the gun is not right. Right. Something weird is going on and the kid is just like, daddy was going to buy me shoes. Right. And then we see him with this strange, this frappe just killing people. By the time he tries to turn the gun on the kid, it plays out really well because two things happen. One, Wolverine is immediately moved to action. So the hero, you know, they endanger that kid and the hero responds and has a hero moment, but he has a Wolverine hero moment, which oh, means yeah, chop, yeah. chopping a guy's head off with his Wolverine claw. Yeah. So it's, it, for me, it's a, it's a, a successful use of the child in danger trope and also a successful use of the Wolverine snickety snicked snicked. Because they, I mean, they've put the character in a situation where you understand why he's driven to act. James Howlett has huge daddy issues. Oh, if yeah, you yeah. read the Wolverine Origin series, no, I did you not. know James Howlett has huge daddy issues. I saw Wolverine his, Origins, the movie. Well, that, that's, it's kind of the same thing with uh, less Ryan, uh, Ryan Green Lantern in it. But you get to the point where Wolverine is moved to action. And then he's like, you don't, you don't want to look at that. Just know right, your right, dad right. didn't do yeah, this. Yeah. You don't want to look at that. He immediately responds like a person would. And then when the shock troops run in, he immediately responds like a superhero. Right. I'm an Avenger, codename Wolverine. Your target's down. Please be calm. I'm like, that was wonderful because you go straight from him trying to be human, trying to, you know, help this kid and tell this kid, you know, this is a situation. We know your life is now totally screwed beyond. But then he immediately goes into work mode. Yeah. And this is... And while you think, oh, man, what a great hero moment, which it is. I mean, I really like that, too. You know, within a couple of pages, the kid comes back in and the police are like, uh, the kid's asking for someone named a Wolverine. Anybody know that guy? Are you the Wolverine? Half-naked man? Are you uh, the Wolverine guy there? Is there a Gene Luck Pickard here? And, uh... Then the kids, and then the kids like, "Ooh, is that the gun that my uh, my dad was using?" And Wolverine's like, "Eh, man, just don't worry about it. Don't worry about it." And then suddenly the kid's eyes change, and he's like, "You're part of the problem," and picks up the gun and starts killing people. We are nomad. So right there, they turn the whole thing on its head. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because we spent half an issue, and again, they use the trope well with the child in danger. Oh my god. Now, all of a sudden, the child has become the threat. Yeah. And so – but what's really cool is it doesn't make the father come out – come across as a horrible, horrible creature. But whatever was controlling the father is a horrible, mm-hmm. horrible creature. Something that, is controlling or was controlling the father and now is controlling the son. I was wondering, you know, um, this gun that they're holding. Yes. I, you know, and I haven't gone back and rewatched The Avengers. But it looks a lot like the uh, the Chitari guns that they were using in the Avengers movie, and then again in the uh, the little short subject that featured the two people with the with the zap gun. So I don't know if it, it kind of felt really weird that uh, to me at least, and again, it, I got this weird vibe of they're trying to incorporate the movie universe into the comic universe. See, and I don't know. I didn't. I didn't necessarily catch that. It looks kind of like you know generic. Yeah. Alien frap gun technology. That's that's the vibe that came off to me. And so it kind of sent up that little alarm of, oh, here we go, trying to merge the movie universe with the with the comic universe. You know what? I wouldn't have a problem with that. I really wouldn't either. The movie universe it's pretty damn is cool. a lot, a lot more widely seen and, and to some eyes more successful than what they've been doing in the comics. 
because people went to see that Avengers movie who don't understand or care about Iron Man and Captain America and these right. characters in the comic books. Right. So I think that if they do it, I guess the word I'm looking for, in, in, in a workmanlike fashion, if it mm-hmm. makes sense, if these changes are integrated without, you know, well, I hate to say it, but Nick Fury Jr. situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, if, I mean, if you look up half-assed in the dictionary, there's a picture of Nick Fury Jr. Oh, right for a minute, there. I thought it was going to be a picture of me. No, no, you're you're full ass. Oh, okay, there we go. You're one hundred. I was looking on the wrong section. You don't. I was looking under the H's, and I needed to look under the A's, the big A's. There we go. That makes sense. Capital A's. Ass clown actually is where that comes in. But okay, this I prefer ass clown to be spelled with two A's, so at least I beat the aardvark. (laughs) Exactly. No, actually, I'll still come after the aardvark. Damn it. Three A's. Three Three A's. A's. I'm a triple A. Right after triple A locksmiths. This issue works for me, though, because even though you see that, you know, I didn't necessarily look at that frap gun, but this is a successful use of some serious horror tropes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Wolverine gets zapped with a frap gun, right? Yeah. And then he regenerates his body, but he Mm -hmm. regenerates slowly, slow-ish. I mean, it's not like the, the episode where he was blown up by Nitro and rebuilt his body in three seconds. Oh, yeah. And his costume is gone. Oh, yeah. Which I like. I mean, you take the time to to deal with those. They aren't never going to be. You don't want it to be the center of the issue. No, but it does. You don't want it to be Batman getting a run in his tights. But you want to have that realistic. Exactly. And it has a comedy payoff later when I guess and I don't know who the police officer woman is, but she shows up and says, don't put on clothes yet. Hold on. Now Now I've seen everything. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not familiar with that character. Yeah, I'm not. But she if this is her introduction. She is introduced beautifully. Yeah, but he acts she like he's known her before. Masterful. That's why I was yeah, like. Yeah, but Wolverine is 167 years old. He well, knows that's true. That's true. And if it's a cute Asian girl, double yeah. trouble. He's yeah. probably married to her. <laughs> but as this issue comes to an end, I, I'm overcome with this strange feeling that I haven't had in, in years. And I, there's this warm spot in, in my gut. And I'm like, I, that's, I that's feel heartburn. like I. I enjoyed a Wolverine comic. Too, too much pizza. I haven't done that since the John. Well, Burn. I was going to ask because you're not a huge Wolverine fan. In fact, it seems oftentimes you are an anti-Wolvie fan. Well, don't say Wolvie. Oh, okay. Is that not what you're that's supposed to say? That's part of the problem. Is when, people, <laughs> when people say Wolvie, that's the problem. When people treat the character as basically Batman with claws, I have a problem. I see. As with any character, I don't hate characters. I don't love characters. I mm-hmm. like stories. And there are mm-hmm. characters that I inexplicably like, even though the stories are bad. You know? Right, right. I love the 3D man, but I don't necessarily buy everything with the 3D man in it right. just because of the 3D man. Yeah. And this is one of those things where this issue is well put together, beautifully drawn. The writing is intense and interesting, and it takes what could be a barn burner hate face trope for me. And makes it work. I, I, you know, I'm going to have to agree with you. I, I think, and I'm not a huge Wolverine fan. I mean, just passing at best. Um, yeah. But this was a, a, a story that made me interested in reading not a Wolverine book, but mm. what happens next in the story that it has is, Wolverine in it. Exactly. What, what are Cornell and Davis putting together? And if this issue is how the book is going to go, I think I might read this Wolverine this, title. This is a four issue arc, at least in this beginning. 
Right. This and is a new ongoing. Yes. But this is part one of a part one of a four issue arc. Yeah, and you know what? Arc. I uh oh, now I, I like it. I did like it. I like the story. Now it could take a total different turn uh next uh next chapter, but I uh, you know, Paul Cornell has done some really good work in the past. Yeah. Um he, he was the one who did that fun uh, mini series with the Knight and the Squire. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who that's right. The Knight and the Squire. Yeah. And so I, I'm interested to see what he does. Now art wise I may not be on the same exact page with you art wise because uh, oh no. there are times where features get a little wonky. Um, that perspective gets a little wonky. No, it's, it's really pretty, but I think that there are times where things get a little, maybe a little bit, uh, I, I think maybe the word I'm looking for is hyper, hyperactive, mm. hyper, whatever. I mean, there's a scene where, um, Wolverine runs out. Mm-hmm. of the building he turns around and looks behind him and then suddenly this car is smashing into him and from the Whoa. way that everything is drawn in the panel it looks like the car is falling from the sky and impaling him into the into the street and i'm like how is that even possible and then you turn the page and you realize oh we're showing you from this an extreme high right. angle that's somewhat high angle and they, up and over and looking did. back they totally broke the the 180 degree rule. Well, yeah, but not only that, but they're also kind of showing it from this weird perspective that you normally wouldn't see if you were doing an above the shot like that. And right. uh, it just threw me for a minute. And, you know, the, the time where the kid is jumping out of the car and it's exploding all around him and the flames are so close to him that he doesn't, nothing on him is scorched. Right. And that's He's also somewhat side. problematic. It's impossible. Right. Is what it is. And yeah. the, the part of the reason why that camera angle is so weird is if you look at the shot, yeah, yeah, yeah. if it were a physical camera, the camera would actually be inside the wall above him. Yes. There's no way for that camera shot to exist in nature. Yes. But I kind of like that shot. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. I mean, it's really yeah. impactful. Ha <laughs> ha. Oh, yeah. Pun. <laughs> but, Wolverine hit by car. Impactful. But, uh, uh, you know, there's some good, there's some good one-liners that are thrown off. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a really great hook. Like I said, the art gets a little weird, especially when all and of a sudden you get onto the very last page and his sideburns have grown 15 sizes. Well, yeah, his sideburns are growing because they were burned off at the beginning and they're growing back. <laughs> okay. The, the best line ever in any Wolverine story. I want you to call a bar called Guernica on 4th yeah, Street. Yeah, yeah, Tell yeah, Max yeah. I'm car- I'm coming for my spare uniform behind the bar. <laughs> I great. love that. It is good. You know why? It explains where he gets these suits from. Yeah. It, it, again, it's not the main plot point, but it puts this whole kind of perspective of, oh, maybe he's got little safe houses and stashes all over the city, all over the world. He goes to Tokyo and he's like, somewhere on the Ginza, there's a girl in an apartment who has a spare Wolverine suit and $50,000 in a case for him. And can you imagine I, what he's hiding in the Savage Land? Oh, you don't even want to know. <laughs> Three dead ex-wives <laughs> and a big brother nobody knew about. <laughs> he gets a big brother about every 10 years. Oh, boy. But I, I have to say, I liked this issue. I liked the fact that it was a very fast-paced, tense issue that nonetheless managed to have breathing room for character to go to have Wolverine have his moments. That first moment where he's trying, you know, he's lying there half burned to death, trying to regenerate his body. Yeah. 
And what's he worried about? He's worried about the little boy in this hostage yeah. situation. Yeah, and that's what makes him that. What that is what makes him interesting because I half yeah. expected him to just be like shove the kid out of the way, snick, mm-hmm. snick, de snick. That's the end of it. And then turn around and walk off into the dark, right? He didn't immediately leap up and chop off the man's head. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he was trying to resolve the situation. He was acting like a human, acting like a superhero. No, not not acting like a superhero. He was acting like a hero. There you go. And when he had to act, when he had no other option, then he acted, and you could tell that he regretted it. And he immediately was trying to tell the kid, look, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to decapitate your father. Well, yeah, but I mean, even then, he didn't decapitate the dad. I mean, he took him out with prejudice uh, in the gut. The kill shot is epic because they don't show Wolverine slashing a man in two. They show the boy and the shadow of the father and Wolverine, and you see a little flash of blood flying across the yeah. panel. And then the very next it's panel discretion shot that's handled really well. Well, the following panel is the reaction of the father laying there and he's like, Alex, what? And it's just like, you don't realize until five pages later when suddenly the kid turns into zombie, uh, right. creature. The, yeah. What is Whatever. that? Something was possessing him. Yeah. What was that movie with the little, uh, toe haired kids? Uh, the city village of the damned. <laughs> village of the damned. Are yeah. you my mommy? Because all of a sudden he mommy. just snaps out of it, and it's only you know a couple pages re- later when you realize, oh my god, the father doesn't know what was going on, and he died without really knowing what was going on. Yeah, but you know at the same time in in this killing scene, you know Wolverine isn't like I said, isn't there to just kill and be done with it. He yep. knows once he knows that the guy is the kid's father. Everything yep. locks into a different story. He he does what he has to. He doesn't relish it. Yeah. But he doesn't turn away from it either. No, no. And he tries. He tries to be a good human being, and he tries to be a hero, and he's very, very good at what he does. Yeah. Some might even imply that he is among the top performers in the particular activities at which he is performing. He may be one of the most skilled in doing those things. I think there's a song about that, right? He's the best, the best. (laughs) No one's ever going to get you down. You're the best. Oh, yeah. Uh, So that's that's Wolverine in a nutshell. Um, Now, you picked this up. (laughs) Now I've seen everything, Wolverine. Now, you picked this up at Gatekeeper Comics and Hobbies, Huntoon and Gage Topeka, right? I did indeed. I picked this up, surprisingly for many, through Comixology. Now, for people that have been following uh, the Major Spoilers website, I'm really sorry that we didn't have a podcast, uh, Major Spoilers podcast this week. We had lost internet connection on our regular recording night, and of course, everybody's schedules are always so tight and refined, we can't jump in and and get that out for you. But one of the things up on the Major Spoilers website this week was Comixology announced their 700 number one issues for free. You can get over... You can get 700 number one issues from Marvel. Uh, These are X-Men books, Captain America books, uh, all this stuff, all these number ones for free. And there were so many people jumping on board this that Comixology's servers crashed and crashed hard. For two days, we couldn't get into the Comixology site to access our comics. Today, I went in, Wednesday, the day that this uh, podcast is released, hello, future people, um, I went into the main Comixology website, and in their storefront... They had not gone in and updated the, um, the the current releases at the time that I was looking for this book. However, 
And so if you're on the, uh, the Comixology main featured page, they've done it now uh, at the time of this recording. But at the time of me wanting to purchase this book, they hadn't changed the front page. So I actually went over to the Marvel section of the Comixology app, and it was there. I purchased it, and I downloaded it. Hooray for me. So I did get this in a digital form, and, uh, and I liked it, as some people would say. Um, good book. Good book. I was I was prepared to come in with my nose held high and saying, what is the stink that has befallen me this week? <laughs> Fortunately, this is the only thing this week that hasn't felt like someone's stinking all over me. Wolverine number one, I say go pick it up. What say you there, the Matthew? I say the same. Definitely go and buy it and say, woohoo, buy it. Are, are you so? Are you on board for the next uh, for the conclusion of this uh, series, I think at or least what's the, for the deal? The four issue arc, yeah. Um, now, if if Alan Davis leaves, it's going to depend on who comes in and and what Cornell is doing. But mm. based on this start, yeah, I'm definitely in for at least the four issues. Excellent, 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 excellent. Um, listeners, if you enjoy this podcast, consider going over to Major Spoilers and helping us continue to ensure that we can deliver great content to you. A $5 or $10 membership or recurring donation or whatever that you want to call it would certainly mm-hmm. help us out. But if you can't do that much and you only want to do $2, that helps us out as well. we got a big uh, goal initiative that we're trying to go for. We're almost 10% of the way there. And I think nice. by the end of the month, it'd be great if we could get 20% or 30% of the way there. Um, more information can be found over at Majorspoilers.com. Yep. Let us look, Matthew, ahead. This is always dangerous. This is always dangerous because the week before, Apple had banned sex. And then, of course, the next day, we found out how to get it. So I did read sex number one. It's actually quite good. Oh, Um, I I didn't get sex. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, I I almost didn't get sex either. Um, This week, I was concerned because we said we were going to review Wolverine number one. And because of the comicsology issue, we almost got shot in the foot twice. Shot in the foot! But let us uh, let us look a week ahead and make a prediction of what we might be looking at what? the week of March 20th, 2013. 2013. Conan the Barbarian number 14 from Dark Horse Comics. Gary Baseman, The Door is Always Open Journal. I have no idea what that is about. That sounds interesting. Mind Management number 9, Star Wars it's Legacy no, number 1, Prisoner of the Floating World. Oh. Action Comics number 18. Is this finally the last Grant Morrison issue? <laughs> I doubt it. They keep yeah. saying it's the last issue. I think they're going to draw this out for 24 issues, to be honest with you. Hey, that's cool. Catwoman number 18, Constantine. Someone asked us to send one. an email. Yeah, Constantine, Constantine number no- one. Done. So the question is, Matthew, Done. question is, Matthew, Constantine or Constantine? Apparently, uh, uh, Alan Moore has gone on record on this. Depending on where you are in the world, it can pr- be pronounced either way. Well, and here's the thing. It is... A long time ago, two reboots ago, but the character actually said on panel in an issue, it's pronounced Constantine, mate. Or well, but actually, how do you know it was pronounced Constantine? Because some guy came up to him and they spelled it out T-E-E-N. He said, hey, oh. you're John Constantine. He's like, no, that's Constantine, mate. I see. That's how he now, was that that's an Alan Moore? Was that an Alan Moore book? I believe it was, yeah. Okay. Because I know that the, the person who wrote in... Uh, a week or so ago said, hey, I thought Alan Moore weighed in on this. What is the right way? Am I doing it wrong when I go to the comic shop? Are people turning up their noses at me, looking down upon me whenever I say most Constantine? People, most people are going to say Constantine because there was a movie, and the movie there was, was called Constantine. There was? Well, was it any good? There, I don't know. I have never seen <laughs> You know thing. what would be awesome for a Constantine movie? To put that so, guy from The Matrix in it. That would be awesome. Yeah. And then and not give him a British accent. 
yeah, no, yeah. make sure he's not British. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And take everything about the character that that makes the character good, and don't put that in the movie. Okay, that would be good. All right. I All wasn't right. able to sit through the whole thing, but here's here's my thing. I try not to be Mr. Snotty Pants. You're doing it wrong, and and All the time. you're ruining it with your enjoyment. If you say <laughs> Constantine, you're not a bad person. Okay, you're not even necessarily wrong because the owners of the property have made it clear that they're willing to pronounce it Constantine. That said, I will be calling it Constantine. The same way that I will refer to the Power Rangers toys on the eBay as Super Sentai. And, you know, it's not Power Rangers Turbo, my friend. It's Car Ranger! Next week, also and- from DC Comics, Justice League of America Vibe, number two, Nightwing, number 18. I, uh, IDW Publishing has uh, Doctor Who Prisoners of Time, number three. Constantine. Yes. Uh, Godzilla ongoing. Yeah, constant time. Uh, uh, Mystery Society special 2013. Popeye number 11. Image Comics has Artifacts number 26. Chew number 32. Mm-hmm. It Girl in the Atomics number 8. Nowhere Men number 1. Saga number 11. Everybody loving the saga. Uh, I do love me some saga. Listeners can go back to uh, one of the major spoilers podcasts. Well, I don't want to say within the last three months and check out our review of Saga. Yeah, I want to say it was in the next three months. This is this is all released on the twentieth, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice Marvel Comics all new X Men, all new X Men number nine now. Deadpool number one third printing. Daredevil by Mark Wade trade paperback number three. Mm-hmm. Savage Wolverine number. Now wait a minute. I thought this was Wolverine's first appearance, wait and there's a, a Savage Wolverine, and it's already the this third is, issue. This is Savage Wolverine, which is different than regular Wolverine. Superior Spider-Man number six now. Which is different than Spider-Man. Yes, by a long shot. Uh, Wolverine Max. What? Max. How many Wolverine titles are no, there? No, that's not Wolverine. That's Wolverine's son, Wolverine Max. Oh. He also has a daughter called uh, Wolverine Lynn and a cousin <laughs> named Wolverine Shlomo. Seriously, how many Wolverine books are there right now? Are there more five. Wolverine books than Batman books or are they the same amount? I think it's, I think it's five each, but I may be wrong. Okay. No, Batman may be six now. Uh, with uh, with bat mink, bat mink, blood drenched creature double feature graphic yeah. novel. That's in the others Constantine. category. I'm just running through some other ones that people might want to oh. check out. Constantine and uh, fanboys versus maybe... zombies number twelve, which I'm honestly it's a good interesting series, but I'm surprised it's gone for twelve issues. To be quite honest, is it's, it a twelve issue mini? I don't know, but it conti- I thought it was going to be six issues, and that was it. And they keep going with it. That's from Boom Studios. Wow. Harbinger ongoing. That's from uh, Valiant Entertainment. That's right. This is the one right before Harbinger Wars, I believe. Harbinger Wars. Queen Sonya number thirty-four. Shadow Man, not to be confused with Slender Man. Although right. I think we should do a Slender Man comic. Ooh, a Slender nah. Man podcast where every nah. episode <laughs> falls apart hey, in the middle because it keeps crashing. Well, bitch of hippo. Oh, speaking of next moves, someone wrote me today and says, "So, what are your next moves when you reach this funding goal, sir?" Hmm? And I got to be quite honest with you. We haven't decided on that bonus podcast for our $10 a month subscribers or members or whatever it is, because we have four really good things that are going on. One of them is a drama, an audio drama show. Another one that we're kicking around is a gaming podcast. Another one we're kicking around is another gaming podcast. And the fourth one that we're kicking around is a video podcast. So we're trying to figure out which one is going to be the best thing that we can deliver as a thank you bonus for those people who become $10 a month donors. Yep. 
And, you know, the odds are that we may do more than one of those things because. Oh, yeah. Depending on on the funding goal, depending on how we do it. And again, listeners, this is all so that we can generate more content for you. Yep. I mean, I don't know what else to say about it. Some people aren't going to donate. Some people hate the fact that we talk about this in in our shows. Um, And that's cool. Yeah. I mean, everybody has their thing. My thing is worst case scenario. The people who don't want just fasty forward, fasty forward, come hang out. We want to get everybody something that entertains them. We want to do something that will specifically talk to everybody, everybody out there. If you're you right there on the train with yeah. the hat and the face, and you, we the want girl to that's reading the comic books while listening yeah. to us, you, the girl who nobody ever says, "Oh, girls don't like comics." We like we girls. like you. Yeah, we do. We want you <laughs> to come to Major Spoilers and enjoy yourself. If you feel disenfranchised, if you feel like nobody listens to your perspective, that's why Major Spoilers exists. Anytime there's a comic that no one loves, I'll be there. <laughs> Anytime there's a Batman book that Steven doesn't understand, Steven will be there. Wait, what? <laughs> that anyway. may be true. I don't know. I got a funny email this week. Funny email this week that says, Dear Critical Hit Crew, do Steven and Adriana have a thing? Just curious. <laughs> if you um, want to know, if you want to know the answer to that, you will have to listen to a future critical episode. hit episode because I, I sent that to, that to that her. Three good reasons why. <laughs> wow. uh, you'll have to listen to the uh, to the answer to that in a future uh, well, critical I'm hit podcast. To that show already. We've got a lot of podcasts in the Major Spoilers Podcast Network. Of course, we have the Major Spoilers Podcast, which uh, comes out once a week on Tuesdays. Uh, we've got uh, Dueling Review that you're listening to right now. On Thursdays now, in a change to our schedule, we're going to move Munchkinland to Thursdays and um, and alternating Thursdays with um, Top 5, although this week you're going to get Top 5 and, and Munchkinland. Then on yeah. Fridays, we have totally, we're like 99% of the way there to spinning Zach on film off onto its own show. And then on Saturday, of course, Critical Hit. Critical Hit. So f- what is that? One, two, three, four, five, six That's shows. Six. six shows that you're getting right now. We need something for Monday. Well, we need something for every day of the week. And obviously, if we reach our funding goal, finally Friday, Zach on Film gets pushed to another day. And finally Friday is going to be Zach a on cool film show. Sunday. Oh, yeah. Wait, somebody Sunday. have asked about that. Somebody have asked about Sunday that. We Sunday open because I'm, I'm, you know, Hero Histories. Yeah, yeah. We, should, we should do a well. show that's just Hero Histories. Yeah, why not? Worst case scenario, yeah. I can just say, uh, and then this happened, and then... Wouldn't be that hard. Wouldn't be that hard to do. Maybe in the future. Maybe in the future, listeners, and thank you for your support. Podcast at Majorspoilers.com. That's the email that you need to contact us at. Next week, it is uh, uh, Framistat number one. With all the Framistat action that you can handle. Two frams and a stat. Yes. And infinite possibilities. possibilities. (laughs) Keep heading over to Majorspoilers.com. Share your thoughts, share your comments, share your ideas, and share your comics one for one another. Let's get more people on board. Just like this show. Two guys, one comic, infinite possibilities. We'll see you next time. Spoilers is copyright 2013.